Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. Obviously, we are doing another weekly news roundup. So without further delay, let's get into all the news. 2019 McLaren Senna Can-Am number three of three can be yours for three million. Hey, has Bitcoin been doing that well for you? <laughs> the special center was built to commemorate McLaren's total dominance of the 1969 Can-Am season. Neo's ES6 electric SUV doesn't feel at home on the Nürburgring. Even though it can handle the corners, the ESP caused the brakes to overheat and the drivetrain to lose some power. Well, maybe it wasn't the heat. By the way, the drivetrain lost power one way or another. This Ford Crown Victoria is getting a 27-liter twin-turbo V12 from a tank. This Ford Crown Victoria is the recipe of perhaps the greatest, sorry, is the recipient of perhaps the greatest of all engine swaps. I mean, yeah, I mean, a tank engine and a tank V12, I'm all for it. Let's, let's do it to him. Take it to a drag strip. I want to see how that does. And also, I really want to hear it. I want to hear it. I can't imagine that that's going to sound like a normal V12. I feel like it's going to be a, a very dirty sounding V12. Like how the Bentley W12 engine sounds dirty, like that, but with a V12. Ford pickup loaded with nearly a dozen, sorry, no, loaded with with nearly an entire household and is a moving road hazard. This Ford F-Series recently spotted in Mexico, it's an accident waiting to happen. You know, those? have you ever seen those clips of pickup trucks in India with all the people just on top and in the bed and on the hood and maybe on the roof? Imagine that, but with cut up structures of a house and you'd have a pretty good idea you'd have a pretty good idea of what that looks like just way more extreme this is toyota gr's japanese lineup which one would you like to see in your market which gazoo racing toyota model would you like to see offered to purchase locally stolen ambulance leads police on a two-hour chase through dallas texas Curiously, the same ambulance was stolen in February of 2020 and driven to Louisiana. Someone's got a someone's got an axe to grind with that ambulance and or the driver of it. Why why was it stolen? More than once. Engine swapped E36 M3 and first gen Miata are still legal in California. Engine swaps that comply with California emissions regulations might be hard, but that doesn't mean they're absolutely impossible. Mercedes AMG's hybrid system recharges its batteries while you drift. The energy recuperation system funnels some of the power away from the rear wheels and into recharging the battery so it can be reused later. Volkswagen spent 18 days touring and crossing America in an ID4. The ID4 electric SUV will be initially available in the US in rear-wheel drive, 201 horsepower guys. Toyota GR Yaris visits the, Nürb the Nürburgring Nordschleife for a timed lap. The Toyota GR Yaris is no record breaker, but it sure is exciting to drive. 2021 Cupra 4Venter VZ faces the dreaded moose test. Did Cupra's sporty coupe SUV succeed where many others have failed? Toyota boss Akio Toyoda has been named 2021 World Car Person of the Year. The award recognizes Toyota's handling of the COVID crisis, crisis as well as his leadership of a Toyota Motor Company. GM launches Wuling Hong Guang Mini, hopefully I got that right, EV Macaron in China with extra features. The tiny Chinese EV has a 27 horsepower electric motor and a starting price equal to $5,740. VW demonstrates new Golf R prowess with a number of snow trials. Watch the Mark 8 Golf R being put through five challenges in the snow. 
When the zombie apocalypse happens, you'll be glad you bought this armored Gurkha. The Teradyne Gurkha is based on a Ford F550 XL with a 6.7 liter turbo diesel V8. Daniel Ricardo sure knows how to drift the McLaren Artura around Brand's hatch. The McLaren Artura pumps out 671 horsepower from its twin-turbo 3-liter V6 Fev powertrain. Lightweight performance cranks the BMW M2 competition up to 730 horsepower. The tuned BMW M2 competition also features an I-Box suspension and BMW M performance brakes. Subaru driver traveled through several states staring through a peephole in their busted windshield. At least they use safety glasses to keep shards of glass out of their eyes. The bigger question is, why did no police officer stop this person? Because looking at the cover image for this article, that car is busted up. It got T-boned to hell and back. And no one stopped them to say, yeah, this car is not roadworthy. You're basically a hazard to everyone else and yourself. We're gonna need you to stop. For your own sake and others. Oh well, though. MG Cyberster Electric Roadster concept looks pretty impressive in the flesh. MG's latest concept was created at their London-based design studio. If only we could see MG rise back to their former glory. This 1,884-mile AMC Pacer is going up for auction and could be worth nearly $30,000. This Pacer has been driven less, less than 46 miles a year on average. Probably one of the oddest cars to hardly drive, you know, basically to save, but more power to you. VW's electric ID6 will debut on April 17th. The ID6 is based on the MEB platform and will feature seating for seven. Buick Verano Pro teased ahead of its debut on April 18th. The Verano Pro will debut in China later this month. Volkswagen loses Dieselgate appeal in Australia to lower $95 million fine. The court-opposed fine is considerably higher than the one suggested by the Australia's Consumer Protection, Consumer Protection Commission. Faulty software leads to some Ford Mustang Mach-E's, well, sorry, Ford Mach-E's 12-volt battery not charging. Ford says the issue can be fixed by dealers reprogramming the powertrain control module and updating the software. Bespoke Baganiwara BC Roadster Supernova is one of the finest of them all. The Baganiwara BC Roadster has a one-off Rosa carbon fiber finish. Colorado Disability Funding Committee auctions off weed-themed license plates, that makes me sad. Is it 420 is currently leading the auction, which ends, you guessed it, on April 20th at 4.20pm. Boo! <laughs> But, hey, if it's going to charity, then more power to them. And to be fair, it would be a funny license plate to see on the road. I digress. Insiders say that Porsche is working on an electric version of the Cayenne. The head of Tycon Development, sorry, Tycon Development is moving to Cayenne Development, and, ins and insiders say that can only mean one thing. The Aura Good Cat EV has a silly name, but is filled with impressive tech. The Aura Good Cat offers up to 501 kilometers of range, or probably upwards of 370-odd miles, with the flagship battery pack. Panasonic bets big on Tesla's new 4680 battery cells. Panasonic could sell the innovative new battery cells to other companies. What is Honda planning with the new Trailsport name? Honda may use the Trailsport name for off-road focus variants of its trucks and SUVs. Driving the all-electric Mercedes-Benz EQS looks like a serene experience. The Mercedes-Benz EQS will be officially unveiled on April 15th. Nissan wants to bring back the good old days in latest ad spot. The new commercial from Nissan features the Z Proto, Frontier, Leaf, Rogue, and Aria. 2021 Nissan GT Nismo. Is it time for the Godzilla to say goodbye? The $210,740 2021 Nissan GT Nismo is a solid performer, but has it outstayed its welcome? 
2021 VWT Cross Black Edition has a tiny motor, but a big desire to impress. The Volkswagen T-Cross Black Edition starts from £21,035 in the UK. 2021 Skoda Octavia joins the Sportline range with racier looks, but no extra go, which is lame! The 2021 Skoda Octavia Sportline can be ordered with a number of different powertrains. 2021 Mazda MX-5 Sport Adventure Edition returns to the popular Roadsters range. The new Sport Adventure Edition of the MX-5 pays homage to the 2014 model. Hot Wheels Unleashed reveals what gameplay will look like in the new trailer. The fast-paced arcade-style racing game is easy to jump into but hard to master, its developers say. Hyundai Veloster will live on for 2022, but some trims are getting cut in the U.S. Contrary to previous reports, Hyundai's sporty hatchback lives on for another model year. Neo's 100th, 100,000th production car is an ESA electric SUV. Wait, what? Neo has actually been producing vehicles? Dang! That's news to me! Neo has also posted record sales for the first quarter of the year. There- Wow! I thought Neo was basically- I thought they went- Went the way of the Dodo, like Faraday Future did, but no, okay. They're- They're one of few that are actually succeeding. Gotcha. GM and Ford have been forced to make more production cuts over the chip shortage. General Motors expects the chip shortage to cost it two billion with a B in pre-tax profits. One-off special order 1973 Holden HQ Monaro GTS 350, a mouthful, four-speed, will cost you over 350,000 Australian. It doesn't get much more Aussie than this classic muscle car from GM Holden's HQ Glory Days. Oh, I forgot, and Lucid. I thought they were also going to go the way of Faraday Future and Lucid. Lucid CEO takes the all-electric air to New York City for testing. The Lucid Air featured in this clip is the Grand Touring variant with 517 miles of range. Good news! You can now order your Asnom Pal Palladium, got that wrong probably, with an advanced monitoring device. Now you can ensure your truck SUV slash Luxo barge is safe and secure from anywhere in the world. Mansory is asking nearly half a million dollars to turn your Mercedes AMG G63 into the Gronos 2021. Mansory has tuned the engine to 838 horsepower, fitted a wide body kit, and reupholstered the interior. It takes Bentley a whole week to paint one wheel on the $2 million Bacalar Roadster Special. We get up close and personal with the Bacalar, which is just the first of many coach-built projects in the pipeline from Bentley's Mulliner team. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. While we take this short and elevator musicless break, sorry... I would like to inform you all that there is more CCC content for you to enjoy. For articles, videos, polls, quizzes, posts about the podcast, and even a little bit more, please head on over to my all-new Cody's Car Conundrum website. With a whole new design and all my content in one place, the new Cody's Car Conundrum website is the home of everything I do with CCC. Just go to codyscarconundrum.com to devour even more car-based content. Hey, hey everyone, we are back. I have got, unfortunately, only two articles to read today, and then we'll get back to going over all the headlines. So, faulty software leads to some Ford Mach-E's 12-volt battery not charging. You probably heard me say that in the previous segment. Well, I figured that this was probably going to be a recall, or at the very least, definitely something worth diving into further, so you guys would be informed. So, here we go. A number of Ford Mach-E owners are reporting problems with the electric SUV's 12-volt battery. As noted by The Verge, the traditional 12-volt battery of the Mach-E relies on the larger lithium-ion battery pack power of the SUV to remain charged. However, 
A number of owners claim that the 12 volt battery stops receiving juice from the battery pack when the vehicle is plugged in. This is particularly annoying for owners who live in cold areas, as Ford recommends keeping the, Mo the Mach-E plugged in so the EV can be warmed up before driving. In a technical service bulletin issued with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, Ford confirms that the 12-volt battery may discharge when the Mach-E is plugged in. Ford states that this could be due to parameters in the powertrain control module, or the PCM. Owners told The Verge that if the 12-volt battery is discharged, the vehicle cannot be started. Ford suggests that the issue only affects vehicles built on or before February 3rd, revealing that only a dozen or so Mach-E's may experience the problem. We are aware that a small number of Mach-E owners have had their 12-volt battery reach a low-voltage condition, the automaker confirmed in a statement. We proactively worked with early owners experiencing this issue to identify the root cause and a fix. In the rare instances where this still occurs, customers can now contact their local EV-certified Ford dealer to have the matter resolved. Ford says the problem can be resolved once dealers reprogram the PCM and update the software. The automaker hopes to also offer an over-the-air update that fixes the issue later in the year. And now we're going to dive into the new Skoda Octavia a little bit further. Well, into the new Skoda Octavia Sportline. Skoda has introduced the Sportline version of the Octavia, which brings visual updates inside and out, and can be ordered with various petrol, diesel, mild hybrid, plug-in hybrid, and CNG powertrains. Available in the liftback and estate body styles, it joins other Sportline models in the brand's lineup and has a glossy black grille, apron, and diffuser. What the hell are they calling the apron? The rear Skoda and Octavia badges are darkened out, and so are the standard 17-inch wheels and optional 18 and 19-inch sets. The Sportline emblems at the front fenders complete the look. Slotting between the style trim and the RS range topper, the new Octavia Sportline has a cockpit inspired by the former, with piano black decorative strips and fabric finish for the instrument panel. Wrapped in Thermoflux upholstery, the front seats have integrated headrests and extra side bolstering and the multifunction three-spoke steering wheel with a Sportline badge contributes to the design alongside the front door sills that read Octavia. Customers can further spec it with the dynamic chassis control, collision avoidance assist, turn assist, Crew Protect Assist with rollover function and a central airbag between the front seats. The Octavia Sportline is offered with a 150 PS, 148 horsepower slash 110 kilowatt, 1.5 liter TSI petrol engine, which is available optionally with a 7-speed DSG transmission and mild hybrid tech, and a 190 PS, 187 horsepower slash 140 kilowatt, 2 liter TSI with standard DSG and all-wheel drive. The 2.0-liter TDI diesel comes in three outputs, with 115, 150, and 200 PS, or 113, 148, 197 horsepower, or 85, 110, and 147 kilowatts respectively, with standard all-wheel drive in the upper spec and optional in the mid-range model. The 204 PS slash 201 horsepower and or 150 kilowatt plug-in hybrid is also available, and so is the 130 PS, 128 horsepower, or 86 kilowatt CNG. With all that out of the way, back to the headlines. American Auto Shows are back, with Jeep bringing the new Grand Wagoneer to Atlanta. While major auto shows have been postponed or canceled, smaller shows are taking place. Toyota launches Mirai and Lexus LS in Japan with Level 2 Autonomous Driving System. The two models are the first to be fitted with Toyota's new Advanced Drive System. Volkswagen Tiguan SE R-Line Black Rhino Concept is a slammed utility vehicle. Designed for the cyclist on the go, the Tiguan Black Rhino is the latest addition to VW USA's enthusiast fleet. Biden's American, job, American Jobs Plan calls for $100 billion in EV tax credits. EVs from GM and Tesla might be eligible for rebates under the proposal.
Hyundai Alcazar, what a such a strange name, debuts in India as a premium crossover. The Alcazar is based on the on the Creta. That's perilously close to a car being called the Cretan, which would be which would definitely be an insult. However, it also features a seating for up to seven people, so there you go. Hyundai teases Santa Cruz in new a video outlining design ethos. Watching Hyundai's designers talk about the design inspirations for the Santa Cruz small pickup. Toyota has started refunding customers that were double billed for their cars. Tesla is also giving affected customers a $200 store credit to use at the company's online shop. Kia's new 2022 Carnival Spot tries to convince us that it isn't a minivan. Kitty calls the car. Ki what did I say? Kinney? Kia calls the Carnival an MPV, describing it as a new vehicle segment, but we're pretty sure it's a synonym for minivan, which is exactly what the Carnival is. Bentley to launch America's tallest beachfront residential tower with in-unit parking served by an elevator. The luxury tower will come with a car elevator to make to make it into your in-unit multi-car garage. Genesis wants to know if you'd put down a $1,000 deposit on a production X Coupe EV. Genesis wants to know if you'd put down a $1,000 deposit for the Genesis X. Could a production version be on the way? BMW tells us the story of the classic E30 M3 Toccato Limited Edition, whatever that is. BMW produced just 505 examples of the E30 M3 Johnny Cicado. Nissan Leaf is the latest EV to get price slashed in response to UK government's stingier EV grant. Car makers were blindsided when the UK government changed its clean car scheme to help only the cheapest EVs. Rolls-Royce sets all-time sales record in Q1 of 2021. Rolls-Royce sold in a record number of vehicles in the first quarter of the year. US Senate preparing legislation on semiconductors. President Biden wants to invest $50 billion into local semiconductor, semi, sorry, semiconductor research and manufacturing. Mercedes-Benz delivered almost 600,000 vehicles in the first quarter. Mercedes-Benz reported particularly strong results in China, where sales jumped by 60.1% over Q1 2021. New 2021 Ford Explorer Enthusiast ST is a $4,000 less expensive ST with less equipment. Ford has also introduced rear-wheel drive and hybrid versions of the 2021 Explorer Platinum. Ford Focus Vignale reportedly dropped in the UK due to poor sales. Ford is still apparently selling Vignale versions of the Fiesta, Puma, Cougar, and the Mondeo, though. Lanzante is making a Pagani Zonda Revolution street legal. What that basically means is they're taking a Pagani Zonda R and making it street legal. If that's not the most awesome thing I've heard all day, then I don't know what is. Best known for making the McLaren P1 GTR road legal, Lanzante will do the same to a Zonda Revolution. Alfa Romeo CEO unhappy with Tonale's FEV powertrain performance. The SUV has been delayed by three months. The Alfa Romeo Tonal... <laughs> the toenail, I'm sorry. The Tonal was due this fall, but has reportedly been pushed back to early 2022. Segway unveils futuristic hydrogen-powered Apex H2 motorcycle that's bound for production. Kind of looks a little Tron-esque, too. That's pretty cool. The Apex H2 will reportedly launch in 2023 with a $10,000 starting price. The Lexus LC500 is an overlooked superstar with one of the best engine notes. The Lexus LC500 excels in so many areas, so why is it not getting more recognition? Brabus Mercedes AMG A45S costs more than a new BMW M3. This tuned AMG A45S by Brabus has 444 horsepower and does the 0 to 62 mile per hour sprint in 3.7 seconds. That's Gen 4 Viper fast! 
That is 707 horsepower Hellcat Challenger fast. Ford commissions hot sauce from Hot Ones to bottle the to bottle the sensation of the Mach-E 1400. Von Gittin Jr. takes Sean Evans for a drift in the Mach-E 1400 to serve as inspiration for the hot sauce. What what on God's earth is happening? <laughs> One of seven Selena 7 LMs could be yours for over one million. The Selena 7 LM features a twin turbo 7 liter V8 delivering 1,000 horsepower on pump gas. The 2021 Hyundai Kona Electric is now available in Australia in two trim levels. The 2021 Hyundai Kona Electric is powered by a 201 horsepower motor and has a 300 mile range. It's spreading! Double Coffin Grill. Double Coffin, you love to hear it. Double Coffin Grill now spotted on an F30 3 Series. Yet another older Beamer scene sporting the G80M3's huge grill shows not everyone is a hater. If the top of the grill was a little further down, then that might make it better. But it's not! <laughs> BMW M Executive doesn't see the need for an M4 Grand Coupe. The 4 Series Grand Coupe is the only variant in the 3 to 4 Series lineup that won't get the M treatment, and that I'm not sad about. New Citroen C5 Teased will debut on the 12th of April. The Citroen C5 is making a comeback, but it's nothing like you remember. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break for the final segment. Hey, hey, everyone. We are back for the final segment. A U.S. tuner has already designed a body kit for the Maserati MC20. Seven designs will create just 25 units of its Maserati MC20 body kit. Chris Harris is happy the Porsche 911 won't go electric. And so am I, as I imagine most people in the enthusiast sector are as well. Porsche will electrify 80% of its range by 2020, sorry, by 2030, but the 911 won't be included. Hyundai confirms upcoming Kona N will have around 276 horsepower. Hyundai also detailed the crossover N's DCT gearbox. The Volkswagen ID4 starts at 44,995 Canadian in Canada, obviously. 2021 Hi no, Honda Civic Type R Limited Edition auctioned off and is one of 600. This Honda Civic Type R Limited Edition number 003 has just 40 miles on its odometer. Facebook to BMW 3 Series spotted hiding new interior with a curved display. BMW is going to refresh the 3 Series with a new dashboard layout. Mansory brings 2021 Rolls-Royce Ghost in touch with its golden side. For a Mansory-tuned car, this 2021 Rolls-Royce Ghost... Looks surprisingly decent. That's that's quite a dig at Mansory. Oof. Lexus blinds drivers for 4.6 seconds to show how dangerous texting and driving can be. At 55 miles per hour, 4.6 seconds is enough time to cover the length of a football field. Basically more than enough time to get into an accident. Formula 1 engines use 3D printing, but not quite in the way you'd think. How and more importantly, why Formula 1 teams make a 3D printed sand sculpture before they make their engine. Japan is now the Jeep Wrangler's biggest market outside North America. Japan! Okay! Jeep sales look set to keep rising in Japan as it celebrates 36% more sales in March 2021 than it had in March 2020. Osprey's latest Land Rover Defender Restomod has an LS3 V8. Osprey Cars has also overhauled the exterior and interior of this special Defender. BMW explained the advanced traction control system of the new BMW M sorry of the new M3 and M4. The new M3 and M4 come standard with a 10-stage traction control system. 2021 Cupra Born Electric Hatchback goes drifting on ice. Debut set for early May. 
The Born is Cupra's first all-electric vehicle and will launch later this year. 2021 DS9 flagship saloon priced from £40,615 in the UK. The DS9 is available in two trim levels and with two plug-in hybrid and one petrol powertrain. Waymo CEO John Krafsik, hope I got that right, steps down from Alphabet's self-driving division. John Krafsik, again, I apologize if I got that wrong, has been instrumental in Waymo's growth over the last five and a half years. Polestar Zero Project heralds climate-neutral car by 2030. With its new car, Polestar will completely eliminate emissions rather than offsetting them by planting trees. Hyundai to launch Formula One-inspired electric charging stations across Korea. Hyundai's e-pit stations can charge EVs with 800-volt capability to 80% in 18 minutes. Not exactly Formula One fast, but it's a start. 2021 Seat Leon gains new petrol and diesel engines in the UK. Seat has expanded the new Agen Leon lineup by introducing two new powertrains. VW's top brass thinks that misleading the public and press with Volt Volkswagen stunt was worth the reward. The Volkswagen publicity stunt was dreamed up by VW's leading advertising agency. Okay, cool, whatever. Bentley is going for a third record at Pikes Peak with a Continental GT3. Bentley is returning to the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb for a third and final time. 2021 BMW M3 competition. Too big, too heavy, and too expensive? The new BMW M3 competition pumps out 503 horsepower and 479 pound-feet of torque from its twin turbo from its twin turbo inline six. Automakers call on U.S. government to help them secure chips. The automakers say that this shortage could result in 1.28 million fewer vehicles being built this year. Lucid Designer talks about the Gravity SUV and EV priorities. The Lucid Gravity SUV will be based on the same platform as the Air Sedan. 2022 Mercedes CLS debuts with updated looks and new options. The face of the CLS features a revised grille, updated bumpers, and a new steering wheel. Jeep's small 7C crossover teased won't be called the Grand Compass. The upcoming model could actually be called the Commander, despite the fact that that name is technically taken. Genesis recalls 2021 G80 and GV80 models over a potential fuel leak. The issue involving the Genesis G80 and GV80 concerns a faulty fuel tube. New Bentley Breitling Tor Tor Torbillon watch is limited to 25 pieces and costs $52,000. Avid watch lovers who drive Bentleys will appreciate this one. VW ID4 commercial goes, af goes after Subaru's green image. The ad implies if Subaru owners actually care about the environment, they drive an ID4. Extended Buick Envision Plus tees for Shanghai. The Buick Envision Plus will feature revised styling and a 2.1-inch longer wheelbase. Apple CEO Tim Cook says autonomous cars are robots. Many things can be done with the tech. Apple is clearly interested in autonomy, but Cook wouldn't comment on its car project. Mercedes-Benz is rewarding U.S. dealers for selling more AMG models. Mercedes dealers can earn up to $1,500 for each AMG model they sell over their sales objective. 2022 Nissan Z caught again undisguised in production form with a blue interior. The 2022 Nissan Z or 400Z pictured as a bright blue leather and Alcantara interior. David Brown's mini remastered Ocelli edition promises old school hot hatch fun for $135,000. A brand new classic mini with a strong punch apparently doesn't come cheap. Chevrolet Silverado EVTs will have 400 plus miles of range. Chevy's electric pickup will arrive by 2025. Porsche is giving the Macan SUV its second facelift since 2014. Changes to the Macan appear, appear pretty mild, but the updated model 
updated model will introduce a modern infotainment system. This tuner has already tweaked the 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. Vivid Racing has tuned the Ford Bronco Sport to 305 horsepower and 350 pound-feet of torque. That's getting with the program. I like that. I like those numbers. 2021 Volvo XC60 launched in the UK with new Android-based infotainment system. Volvo's XC60 Pulsar engineered range topper starts from the equivalent of almost $90,000. With all that out of the way, let's get on to that recall. A number of newly delivered 2021 Genesis G9, no, G80 and GV80 models are being recalled in the United States. The South Korean automaker has revealed in a safety recall issued through the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, that the tube connecting the high-pressure fuel pump to the fuel rail may be produced with end tips that do not meet internal specifications for concentricity, potentially resulting in an incomplete seal, thus increasing the risk of a leak and a fire. The recall involves 31 Genesis G80 models equipped with a 2.5-liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine produced from January 28, 2021 through to February 5, 2021 in South Korea for sale in the USA. Sorry, for sale in the U.S., a further 116 Genesis GV80 models built between January 22nd, 2021 and February 4th, 2021 are embroiled in the recall, making for a grand total of 147 vehicles. Hyundai says it became aware of the issue after a claim of a fuel odor coming from a freshly delivered 2021 GV80. The car manufacturer launched an investigation into the issue with the supplier of the high-pressure fuel tube and discovered that a damaged screw, screw guide in the manufacturing process resulted in an improperly formed resulted in improperly formed fuel tubes being shipped to the car maker. Hyundai isn't aware of any crashes or injuries related to the issue. Genesis will notify owners and dealerships in late May 2021 and will instruct owners to take their vehicle to their nearest dealership where the high-pressure fuel tube will be replaced. And that is going to be the end of today's podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, hey, I really do appreciate that. Thank you very much. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell so you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road but you don't have a lot of the Podbean mobile app, hey, here's the solution. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum wherever you get your podcast before you set off and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full-throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.